0: I'd like you to join me and the ministers of music from here, Water of Life Church in Plano, Texas, as we minister the gospel, the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord Jesus, which is the power of God. You know why you'll have victory in that situation you're in right now? Because Jesus died, and he was buried, and he rose again. That's why you'll have the victory. All right, if you will turn with me to Psalm 55. I'm going to read verse 19. It says, God shall hear and afflict them, even he that abideth of old. And here's what I want you to see. Because they have no changes, therefore they fear not God. Because they have no changes, therefore they fear not God. Are you changing? Are you changing? If you are not changing, you may not fear God. And those that don't fear God do not have a good end. All right, if you will turn with me to Luke 14. I'm going to begin in verse 7. Jesus put forth a parable to those which were bidden when he marked how they chose rooms out of the chief rooms, saying to them, When I have bidden any man to a wedding, sit not down in the highest room, lest a more honorable man than thee be bidden of him. And he that bade thee and him come and say to thee, Give this man place. And thou begin with shame to take the lowest room. But when thou art bidden, go and sit down in the lowest room. That when he that bade thee cometh, he may say unto thee, Friend, go up higher. Then thou shalt have worship in the presence of them that sit at meat with thee. For whosoever exalted himself shall be abased. And he that humbleth himself shall be exalted. Look at that again. For whosoever exalted himself shall be abased. And he that humbleth himself shall be exalted. I shared before that one of, the, um, one of the ways I got down here, well, got to Water of Life, was I was in Fort Worth, living in Fort Worth, and I went home for Christmas. It was, I was married in 1982, and I think we went home 1983, the Christmas of 83. And I went to a church. And I went to a church with my mother and her girlfriend, and they were having the uh, satellite from Word of Faith. And they asked me to join them, I went. I saw uh, a man there spoke after the satellite was completely finished, the pastor of the church. I assume that was the pastor of the church. And he spoke for a little bit, and then he had a word for somebody. I had never seen anybody give a word of God before. And I thought, my God, I felt the power of God there. I saw what the man did, or I heard what the man did, and I thought, this was so wonderful. I thought, my God, how wonderful this is. And wouldn't it be wonderful if God spoke to me that way? Wouldn't that be wonderful? Because I was struggling at the time trying to to get back, frankly, to God. I felt like I had backslid or I felt I was unbelief. and, And I couldn't get back to God. I couldn't get my life straight. I was a very unhappy woman. And I saw this man ministering to these people in the congregation. He didn't know me from Adam. I was a visitor there. In fact, the the room was about the size of this, a little bit smaller. And it was so packed that I was standing by the back door with my mother. Stood there the whole time. So he finished and he said, all right, we're going to have the benediction. And he dropped his head and he said, Father. And then he stopped. He said, I can't finish. I can't finish. And he looked around the room and he saw me in the back and he said, young lady, I'm speaking to you. And I was one of those, me, me? You're, You're talking to me? And he said, yes, I have a word for you from the Lord. And he said, the Lord says to you, he said, I have seen your tears. I have heard your cries at midnight, and I have seen your tears. Well, nobody knew. Nobody knew that's what I was doing. When I had a, at that time, I had a husband that was working until 2, 3, four o'clock in the morning every night. And I would go in our bedroom, and I would open my Bible, and I'd be in tears. And I'd sit on the floor, and I'd cry because I didn't know how to get back to God. I didn't know how. And that man, God knew. And he said, God is going to send you. He's going to send you to a place where you will learn how to follow him. In fact, he said, uh, I'm going to send you to a place that you're going to learn how to follow me. Now, if you have ears to hear, God just gave water of life a commendation. He could have sent me anywhere else in the United States. And God said, I'm going to send you to a place that you're going to learn how to follow me. And where did he send me? He sent me to water of life. He didn't send me to any of the big television ministers at the time. He didn't send me to any of those churches. He could have sent me anywhere. But this is where he wanted me to go. If that isn't a commendation for God, I don't know what is. Now, when I got here, how did I know this was the place? Because the second week I got here, I was sitting right about the place that, that William's sitting, and all of a sudden, the power of God came on me, and, and, and I was shaking, and Doyle walked over, and he said, come out of her in Jesus' name. I had never seen that before in my life. Never. I had my head down, and the next thing I know, I'm screaming. I am not a screamer, at least not then. And, and I, I had my head down, and I, and I won't tell you what I thought, because we're not allowed to put that on camera. But, yeah, 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 you're righteous. Well, I'm not, you know. So anyway, he, I'm starting to scream, and he goes, come out of her, that witchcraft spirit. Come out of her. And you know what? The thing came out. I said, you know what? This must be the place. You know, I was right. That was 31 years ago. Now, One of the reasons I know that this water of life was God was because the first thing God started dealing with me was my heart immediately, immediately. You know, you can be in a church for your whole life. You can be the third generation sitting in those pews and your heart never gets dealt with. And your heart never gets dealt with. If there are no changes, you fear not God. But God started dealing with me immediately, immediately. I remember one of the first times we were up here, there was a group of us after church, and we used to have church for hours, hours. And there was a group up here, and Dole was sitting right here on the platform, as back then there. But anyway, sitting on a platform, and I said something. And Dole turned to me and he said, you know what, Kathy? You are full of witchcraft, and all you want is attention. Amen. Amen. Okay. Do you know what? I... Did my best from that day on not to seek attention. And you pretty much, I disappeared from the, the, from the limelight here. I got quiet and I sat down. You know why? Because I knew that was God in his mouth. And if you don't have any changes, you don't fear God. I knew that was God talking. And if God tells you all you want's attention, you better fix it. And I did all I could to fix it. I'm talking about humbling ourselves let's go to i want us to go to um first corinthians 1 29 that verse it says no flesh shall glory in his presence no flesh the dancing started here back in the 80s i was one of the ones that was dancing in fact i had dolls say to me a couple times you know what the anointing's on you kathy when you dance and then we got to a, situ- a place where Dole said, we're not going to have all the dancers we have. And he chose like three people to dance. That's all. And I wasn't one of them. My heart was broken. My heart was broken. I loved the dancing. I loved the spirit of God on me while I was dancing. But, but God said, no, he sat me down. He sat me down. And it was interesting. Right after that, a dear friend of mine, Jim Clark, died. And we had his funeral here. You know what? I wasn't allowed to dance at his funeral. God sat me down. but We were at the, we were at the cemetery, and I don't even know if Dole remembers this, but there was a group of about six of us standing around. Jim was a friend of my husband's and mine, a dear friend. And, and we were standing there, and Dole said something about the dancing. And Dole, I don't know if you know him very well, but if you know Doyle, he can say something and not look at you and be staring right through you. You ever had that happen? Anyway, he didn't look at me, but he said, you know, and he was talking about the dancing. He said, God will check your heart out. God will check your heart out. And I knew he was talking to me. Kathy, are you going to humble yourself and sit down? Or are you going to be offended? I knew right then you better do everything you can not to be offended. Hallelujah. Not to be. You know, I didn't dance for years. Years I didn't dance. You know, I, I wouldn't even dance at home. I wouldn't dance. I wasn't sure. I wasn't going to mess up my relationship with God, so I wouldn't even dance at home. For years, I wouldn't. Now, another thing. Uh, I remember uh, there was one day that, that Dole hired Terry Brown, and then she worked here for a little bit, and he was and he was, he said, come on, Kathy, I want you to work in the office. I came to work here one day. One day. I, I, I was... Uh, uh addressing the envelopes that went to africa that went to africa Uh, steady i probably put a stamp on your envelopes it was coming to you but anyway i worked there for one day and at the end of the day dole goes i can't handle this i can't handle the pressure there's too much pressure here with you go home that's nice boy if that doesn't cheer you up talk about a compliment go home girl you're too much pressure he, he, he ended up, I guess, with black eyes or something like that. Anyway, he sent me home. Right. Do you know what was I going to be? Yeah. <laughs> it's okay, I returned him. No, anyway, um, I had a choice. Was I going to be offended or was I going to humble myself and sit down? Was I going to humble myself and sit down? If you have no changes, you fear not God. You fear not God, and there will be no flesh that glories in his presence, none. Another another one, uh, they asked me to play the piano. I was playing the piano at home. We had a Bible study in our home. I could play the piano for hours. So Terry Mike came and said, Kathy, let's try putting you on the piano. I got on the piano. I couldn't play. I couldn't play. I mean, I couldn't play. And we we struggled for, for about 20 minutes And he said, eh, never mind. And the next day he said, let's try it again. We tried again. I couldn't play. I went home that afternoon and played for hours. I got here, I couldn't play. You know why? It wasn't my place to play. It wasn't my job to play the piano. But I didn't know that. What am I going to do? Am I going to get offended or am I going to humble myself and sit down? I said to somebody once, you know why my back end's so big? Because I sit down all the time. I have to sit down, I have to sit down, I have to sit down. No, but... That happened, and then there was. Um, what was I, I have to? There's so many of them. I had to list them. Yeah, <laughs> but you know what? It came to the point where uh, I came to Plano, and like I said, from the time that God started dealing with me, the time I got to Plano, I probably talked the door five times, five times for longer than five minutes, for longer than two minutes. I didn't talk to him. Why? Because God said, "Oh, you want attention." So I did everything I could not to get the attention. I humbled myself. You know, it says you got to humble yourself. It says humble yourself. It doesn't, it's a lot easier to humble yourself than God to humble you. It is a lot easier to humble yourself than for God to humble you. When God humbles you, everybody sees Everybody sees it. It's so nice to have God deal with you and not be in public. It really is. And you know how you can humble yourself? You say, I don't know how. You can start by fasting. You can start by fasting. What's the psalm say? I humbled myself with fasting. You can start there. It came to the time when I was in Plano and we started flying again. And there came a day that Doyle came to me and he said, Kathy, you're not, a, you're not a musician. You're not a music minister. There's not a place on this plane for you. We don't have enough seats. You're going to stay home. You're going to stay home. Here we go sitting down again. Are you going to be offended? If you have no changes, you fear not God. Do you hear that? If you have no changes, you fear not God. And what does it say? There'll be no flesh that glories in His sight. One more verse. I want you to turn with me to John five forty four. This one's a toughie. How can you believe? How can you believe? How can you believe? You want to believe? You want the works of God? How can you believe? which receive honor one of another and seek not the honor that cometh from God only. How can you believe? It says you can't even believe God if you seek honor one from another and not from God only. You know, I had to make a decision. I may never be seen my whole life. I may never never minister in public my whole life. And you know what? It was going to be okay. It was going to be okay. Why? Because I'm seeking the honor of God only. Now, what happens a hundred years from now? Is it going to matter if I was seen in front of people? Is it going to matter if I, if I had a, a job in public where everybody knew me? Was it going to matter? No. It wasn't going to matter at all. We have one job to do, and that's to obey God. And our judgment is going to be: did we obey God or did we not? It has nothing to. It's not going to be a uh, what do they call that? A, A popularity contest. Nobody's going to be there to vote for you. You're going to be standing before God alone. And Dole said, "Kathy, there's no room in the place." In fact, at one point, I remember he was kind of frustrated. He said, "I don't know what you're here for." He said, "Well, I'll go do the dishes." He did. He didn't know what I was there for. They left. They left. I, I humbled. I remember sitting down on the couch and saying, Father, I, I don't care if I'm never seen. I don't care if I have no job but to do the man's dishes and to wash the clothes and to clean the house. At least it's something in the kingdom of God. I said, you take the lowest seat. You take the lowest you know what? While I was sitting there, it came up in my heart. I want you to do a little video. All right. I know how to do that. I did a little video. I put it up on my Facebook. Doyle got home. He said, how was your day? He was telling how wonderful his day was. That was a little tough. But I said, well, I did this little video. And, I sh- and he said, well, let me see it. He said it And he goes, and it was so funny. He looked at me. He had a funny look on his face. And he goes, now I know what you're here for. So now I know what you're here for. I had to humble myself to get here. If you're anywhere with God, you're going to have to humble yourself. If you have no changes, you fear not God. And back to our first, or back to Luke eleven. For whosoever exalted himself shall be abased, and he that humbleth himself shall be exalted. He that humbleth himself shall be exalted. You know what I saw about this ministry? It dealt with the heart. It dealt with the heart. You know what happens to a ministry that deals with the heart? One, it obeys God. Two, it produces fruit. It produces fruit. If you're in a ministry that doesn't produce fruit, you are not in a ministry. You are not even in a church. If you are not not in a place where they're producing fruit, you are in the wrong place. It's not even a church. You have to find a place that deals with the heart.